Section six of From the Latchkey of My Book House. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. From the Latchkey of My Book House, edited by Olive Bupre Miller. Clara Dottie Bates, American. 1838 through 1895. Mrs. Bates was a writer of stories and poems for children. Bennett, Henry Holcomb, American, 1863 through blank. Mr. Bennett is known chiefly for his stories of frontier army life. Bjornsson, Bjornsterne, Norwegian, 1832 through 1910. In the year 1832, a small boy was born in the rugged land of Norway. As he grew older, the lad seemed a wild and unruly little fellow, and the forces at work within him as strong and untamed as the powerful sea that beat up on Norway's rock-bound coast. At school, he was the despair of his tutors. Try as they would, they could never rouse in him the smallest interest in any of the regular studies. His parents even thought seriously of sending their son to sea, in the hope that he might be tamed by the stern discipline of a sailor. But, at last, with great difficulty, young Björnson passed the entrance examinations for the University of Christiana, and there he suddenly found the line of activity to which he could devote all that bounding energy that had heretofore run away with him. He discovered that at this time there was no national drama in Norway. Actors on the stage were giving light French comedies, or parading through the heavy action of some German play, or producing the latest Danish novelties from Copenhagen. At this miserable state of things, young Björnson's patriotism took flame. Danish actors and plays must go, he cried. Let us have a real Norwegian drama. And he set himself immediately to write Norwegian plays. But when the first fire of his patriotic wrath had cooled, he was forced to admit that at that time the Danish theatre was far superior to the Norwegian, and if he really wished to do something fine for the Norwegian literature, he would have to swallow his pride and be willing to learn of Denmark. Accordingly, at the age of twenty-four, he set out for Copenhagen, there to study patiently all there was to learn. Henceforth, the boy whom tutors had been unable to drive to work that did not interest him, labored and worked without ceasing. His Norway should have a literature. He wrote first a story called Sinave Solbakken, which was different from anything else that had ever been done in Norway. Heretofore, it had been the fashion for Norwegian authors to write romantic tales of Italy or some other far-off land, but Björnson had the courage to seek his material right at home. He wrote about Norway and homely Norse peasant life with an utter simplicity and freshness that were all his own. Never before had Norse peasant life been so sympathetically studied and so beautifully portrayed. Björnson's work became instantly popular. On his return from Copenhagen, Björnson was made editor of the Norse People's Journal, but he also became director of the National Theatre in Bergen, and now, at last, he began to publish in rapid succession a series of national dramas, the subjects of which were taken from the old Norse or Icelandic sagas. 
as in his novels he had aimed to bring into literature the type of the modern norse peasant so in his dramas he strove to present what was most thoroughly norse out of norway's historic past as time went on a still more serious purpose took root in bjornson's heart he was no longer satisfied with mere literary beauty in his work it was no longer his ambition only to please and muse he began to see clearly the faults that existed in norwegian society and to wish to bring home to the norwegian people some recognition of these faults and a real desire for reform so now he spoke out plainly and depicted these faults in his dramas most particularly it was the oppression injustice and cold conventionality of the upper classes as opposed to the modern workman's world that he so strikingly portrayed naturally these plays of his cost him much of his popularity with people of quality many a nobleman now turned him a decided cold shoulder nevertheless such work revealed in him a still higher sense of patriotism than that of his earlier days and a truer and far more unselfish devotion to the best interests of his people from now on bjornson took a strong interest in the politics of his time he proved an eloquent orator and wielded great influence in obtaining more liberal government he believed wholeheartedly in a republic but was opposed to the use of violent means to establish it in norway in eighteen eighty he travelled through the united states studying how a republic really worked out in practice and lecturing with great success to his countrymen in the west during the later years of his life bjornson was awarded the nobel prize for literature the greatest honor which the world to-day can bestow upon an author he has proved to be one of the greatest poets dramatists and novelists that norway has ever known and in addition to this he was the most norwegian of all norwegian writers william blake english seventeen fifty seven through eighteen twenty seven william blake was the first english poet to express in his verse the thoughts and feelings of little children other poets had written of grown people but blake in his songs of innocence saw straight into the heart of the little child and for the first time uttered what was there in poetry blake was an engraver too and he decorated his poems with beautiful designs which were afterwards colored by hand as he grew older blake lost the joyousness with which he had written songs of innocence and wrote the sad and bitter songs of experience then alas men said he was mad but his songs of innocence remain his loveliest work from songs of innocence little lamb who made thee dost thou know who made thee gave thee life and bade thee feed by the stream and o'er the mead from songs of experience tiger tiger burning bright in the forests of the night what immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? Brown, Abbey Farwell, American, Contemporary. Abbey Farwell Brown was born in Boston and educated at Radcliffe College. She has traveled a great deal in Europe, is unmarried, and has contributed many short stories to magazines. The Lonesomest Doll, John of the Woods, The Flower Princess, the Christmas Angel. End of section six.